Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gift of Gaming podcast. And can you believe it? This year has given us not one, not two, but three Final Fantasy Rebirth trailers. And today, that's what we're going to get into. It's me, it's your host, Darren Wade, and I'm joined by none other than Craig the Critical Nolan, a fellow Final Fantasy fanatic. Craig, how are you keeping? I'm doing very well, Darren. I'm really excited to talk about this third trailer, and I hope the audience know damn well that regardless of what we had promised to show or do, we were always going to drop it to just talk about this trailer immediately. immediately. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully if we have one or two fans out there, they knew exactly what was coming because yeah. here we go. They watched the Game Awards and were like, well, the, I guess the guys are doing the Final Fantasy trailer. <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, we were watching the Game Awards. We did the game, myself and Chris did the Game Awards episode last week, but there was an announcement, uh, a, you know, a trailer drop for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the third one of the year, can you believe it? And the moment I watched that, you know, yourself and myself, we're like, we, we, we have to do it. We have to do another another episode. There was so to- much we wanted to say to each other right there and then. We're like, no, let's save it. Let's yeah. save it. <laughs> There's so much good shit. But before we get into that, and, you know, I guess it's worth putting the notice on this episode. If you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, the original game, or Final Fantasy VII Remake, and you don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII, you're not going to have a breeze about what we're talking about today. This is for, I'm sorry for the hardcore Final Fantasy VII fan, but this is for the hardcore Final Fantasy fans. We're going to break down the trailer, um, give our thoughts on what we expect is going to come up, and get the tinfoil hats on and talk about our pro- yeah, We're going to go full deep dive into this. Yeah, 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 yeah. completely. Uh, so that you can check out, there is um, that Rebirth trailer and the other Rebirth trailer, I think are what the episode titles are called. So if you haven't listened to those yet, go back. You'll find them in our library. We, we've, we've already covered the, the two trailers this year. But before we go into that, Craig, what have you been playing lately? Oh, well, it's funny you should ask because I hadn't been on the podcast for a while, but I started playing Cyberpunk again because I was nice. one of those fools who bought it day one, just thinking like, you oh, this is going to be great, like, you know, um, but obviously it wasn't. It was very, very flawed. It was yep. a disaster. Um, but since dropping Liberty City and, you know, st- uh, I have full faith in CD Projekt Red. They'd made The Witcher 3, so I knew that these guys were capable of doing great things. And I knew right away that they would never just leave the game kind of in a broken state. They were always going to like put everything into it. I was, I was worried that it was too, I guess in my ignorance, too broken to fix. Because I bought it like you day one, and I remember mm-hmm. playing it for the first like four or five hours and thinking... Wow, what have I been? This is this is Mass Effect Andromeda all over again. You know, what, what have I been sold? <laughs> no, they've you know? clearly. It just took them a long time to do what they were. They had big ambitions, and I, I suppose a lot of studios do start out with big ambitions. But it's just it's so different from The Witcher that yeah. I think just they had to make everything from scratch. Like, yeah. And as great as GTA is and GTA Five, like they had five games to get to there, you know. Yeah. And I just think generally when a studio goes so far left field and does something so incredibly different, it gonna take some time yeah the um the baby steps are like a, a little bit longer and mm-hmm. it just takes you a l- much longer to kind of get into what get you're into doing but it, it has me very very confident that if they did a cyberpunk 2 it would be amazing because not only do they have the established formula but now that they can plan and do all these crazy ideas that they probably had to drop in the first game because you know it was just taking too long and stuff like that because i'm playing right now and one of my favorite things to do in cyberpunk is that thing where you put on your head and then you're reliving someone's memories yeah and then you get to play it out of the sink and discover clues and things like that but that only happens like three or four times in the whole game. Really? Because you know? that's that's one of the that's one of the early um, game tutorial. Type yeah, in the tutorial they go through it for ages. Yeah, and then you have one mission 
um, which is which is essentially the the kind of the opening to the game where you know all the shit goes wrong with Jackie, yeah. and you use it there. And then there's just two more missions: one for like a uh, a detective you're working with him to solve a kind of clue, and then another one you're working for this couple who um, think that they're being followed or watched in their own uh, in their own home. And that's it. Like three times, the hundreds of hours of gameplay. Yeah. And it only happens three to because four times. When, like, I was, you know? when I was playing it and did the tutorial mission where they kind of show you, oh, this is how you use it. Because it, it's the guy robbing the shop, I yeah, think, is the first. It, yeah. yeah, And I was playing that being like, oh, wow. I can't wait to play more of this yeah, uh, it's game such, mechanic. It's such a great concept. But you know? I guess, yeah, disappointed that they only have yeah. so little. But it is... Um, have you enjoyed because they did the, the yeah, DLC they, they and they added the, a load to DLC but they've gone back and reworked so much the AI the, of the, the AI yeah. is different the, the combat tree the skill tree how the enemies behave the police system is entirely different it's more of a GTA kind it's of more of a GTA where you stars. have the stars and yeah. then they come after you and stuff like that um, just having like two stars I was like getting wrecked like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. like it's one star is hard enough to escape but two stars I was like oh I'm fucked like yeah, yeah. you know so I haven't even seen what three stars does um, but unfortunately it's not a very GTA like game so like there's there's not a lot of reasons to drive around, you know, other than to get to your destination and you could fast travel. Whereas you know? you're talking about like, you know, I'm not quite sure GTA 5, I didn't play it for hours and hours, but it's no San Andreas or Vice City where you can just drive around listening to yeah, the like apps. Most of the tunes. game is just driving around yeah, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. But they introduced this great thing now with the newest patch in Cyberpunk is that like when you get out of your car, you take your radio with you. So if you want, it can just remain on. Oh, nice. That's a good, that's a good little it, idea. Like yeah. it, it's massive because you realize you go into certain areas and with the, the cool kind of cyberpunk-esque music yeah it really elevates some fight scenes and things like that Very you're kind cool. of like that normally would have just been dead silence you're like okay i've got a banging tune here this is great it's kind of on my wishes because when we started this podcast we did the first couple of news episodes like you know a year ago back when cyberpunk had a fair bit of work to do mm -hmm. uh, i remember I, I shot on it a lot of course like, you I did lie, the, the, like you know that is partly the reason why i'm talking about cyberpunk <laughs> is because i love cd project red and yeah. you were being so miserable towards but them, but, like, but, you know? but it's 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 that thing where nick i, I can see it now i have it on my um uh, my backlog folder on my playstation 5 because I've, I've had it there for you know mm. for ages i originally was playing it on the stadia and even the because i know the consoles had problem but even when i was playing on the stadia on cloud gaming it still had so many issues like it wasn't just a console problem you know what i mean yeah yeah um but i think it was i remember watching the traders and the hype and it was a game that i was getting excited for but for it to come out the way that it did and i'd been bitten so bad by mass effect andromeda you know like that day one purchase mm -hmm. i was living in new zealand i was like and now to continue on this amazing mass effect story that i, I was bitten really hard by that and then coming out to cyberpunk i was like not again you bastards you know <laughs> so happening. so i've heard lots of good things and it will be a game that i will pick up and play again now that yeah. it's fixed I, but i am getting tired of that whole oh i have to wait two years to play the actual game I know, you know, but I think, and you saw what happened to that studio there recently who did... The, oh, fantastic studio who did uh, the day before. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But it just seems to be happening more and more with companies who don't realize the amount of work it, yeah. it some, Spreading sometimes themselves take. way yeah, too yeah. thin, yeah. Um, so I just think games are a lot harder to make these days unless yeah. you have like... A big studio behind you. And like that, formula. that's, you know, when we think of Zelda that took six years to, to arrive uh, on the Switch and it being a perfectly well put together game, I'm like, go do that, guys. Go, you know, everybody go do that. Take your mm -hmm. time. Well, most studios would have gone bankrupt, bankrupt <laughs> <Prior>. several times <laughs> yeah. over, like in that Prior time. Like, that, you know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, I myself, Craig, have been, in honor of Final Fantasy, this is a Final Fantasy episode, we're talking nice. about Rebirth, um, I have been playing nothing but 
and and a lot of it on my PlayStation Portal, by the way, which is Ooh, just sweet. glorious. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm on my second ever playthrough. I thought I would have played through more than I once. I played through it at least five times. This is my second <laughs> second ever playthrough. So I played it through on normal, finished the game back when it came out in 2020 or 2021, whenever it was. And then what, you just stopped playing? I, what's wrong with you? I know. <laughs> well, playing it now, I'm kind of thinking what's wrong with me because I must have, maybe I just burnt myself out because I think I immediately tried to play the game on hard mode yeah. and got like three or four chapters in and was like, oh, this was too soon. Like I need to give it a break. But, but it's so different. Nah. Uh, for me, hard mode in remake is just game. the next the next stage because there's so much great material in the game that you never really get to use like by the time you complete the game on normal mode your HP is still plus 20% Yeah, you know like it's got nowhere to what it could get to but I have to say I'm glad I put it away for so long because playing through with the whole game now on hard mode and I'm I am a chapter and a boss fight away from getting my platinum trophy. See that's what happened to you. You went for the platinum and you probably did one of the chapters over and over again to try and get the secret no, dress. No, so like and that would definitely burn you out because <laughs> so, that's bullshit. And it you is, shouldn't do the, that. The dress trophy is is uh, is frustrating, but like that's already done and gone. I did that um a while ago. Uh, I got that one got that one out of the way and it was real nice, but now I have a a boss fight to do in the combat simulator. And then finishing the last chapter will be the last trophy. So finishing the game will get me the platinum. I'm, I'm like, I'm glad I left okay, it like yeah. that. You know, you try um, to space it out to do it correctly. Yeah, yeah. So my release, my 2023 release game of the year was Final Fantasy 16. Like when we were talking about like what we'd like to win back in the day when we, when the Game Awards was coming up, I always said uh, Final Fantasy 16 was my game of the year. Mm-hmm. Because it came out in 2023. But my legitimate game of the year that I've played this year, regardless of when it came out, is Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> that game is close to perfection. <gasps> we were just t- giving it the Game of Year award every uh, year. Every, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be like Donkey with Super Mario Bros. 2. Yeah, gives yeah. it every single year. <laughs> but he's, it's, it's, um, story-wise, I guess there's there's a bit extra that you and I would get out of it because we have the nostalgia. We played the original mm-hmm. story. We've consumed all Final Fantasy content up to this point. But the game itself, on hard mode, is so well balanced. Yeah, it's the so combat, vastly different yeah. as well. And the combat is so astonishingly in-depth and cool. And the music is... Like, I, I play it with headphones on Good. pretty much all the time. The only way to play it. Uh, Umatsu, Nobu Umatsu is just like... The guy's a genius. And uh, there's so many new songs that have come in, but they now have a place in, like, Final Fantasy musical lore that I'm like, yeah, even yeah. these new songs are fucking amazing. Um but I was playing it in the hopes that I would like platinum it in maybe end of December, beginning of January, and then only have a small gap before Rebirth comes out at the end of February. But I've been playing it so much that I'm pretty much like I'm at the end, <laughs> at the and end, I'm devastated yeah. that I'm at the end because I'm like, oh, what do I do for those two months? You know, at least you have two months to just try and forget about it a little bit, so that when you do play Rebirth for the first time, it, it'll all feel that. fresh. Yeah, again, exactly. You know? Not like what I did with uh, Horizon, where I platinum zero dawn and immediately went into platinum uh, Forbidden West and never wanted to play an open world game again. Yeah. <laughs> like that was yeah. too much. <laughs> uh, but um, it's a perfect game and it's got me super excited just in general to consume um, Final Fantasy VII uh, anything and watching that trailer that we saw so uh, we sat down and watched the Game Awards we'll get into the episode I suppose yeah, as well. that's the start um, we'll break down the, the, our plan is to break down the trailer bit by bit and talk about kind of certain scenes and maybe kind of continue on our tin hat uh, you know tinfoil hat conspiracy theories what we think is going to go on uh, but um, Game Awards came on everyone was expecting a rebirth trailer and the interesting thing about it was we got what was called the theme song trailer and they played a new theme song from Rebirth. And the trailer for the Game Awards was only about a minute and a half. There was no dialogue. It was just mm-hmm. the song and a couple of scenes. And I was like, oh, interesting. That was kind of cool. And we were all a little bit disappointed. And I kind of said, well, I bet you they'll, I bet you Square Enix will release like a full-blown, there has to be a full-blown trailer. Mm-hmm. This, this, that's not very Square Enix-esque to bring out a trailer like that. Lo and behold, Game Award ends. Kev checks his phone. He's like, guys, there's a new trailer launch. So immediately, yeah, it was 4.30 in the morning, but we watched the, the, Good, the yeah. Rebirth trailer. Um, before we break it down bit by bit, 
overall, did you enjoy the trailer? <coughs> um, I enjoyed the trailer. I loved hearing the um, the Temple of the Ancients music. Mm-hmm. I like the new revamped version of that. Um, very I, solemn, very slow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed the, all the various shots. I mean, just every single shot they showed looked gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so I loved everything I saw. My gripe is that I wish I hadn't actually seen a lot of that. Because you know? there is a lot. They do dump, and it's not so much, I think you may already said this when we when mm. we first met up, it's not so much the like the character stuff or the story stuff that's bothering me, but there's a lot of places that, like you've shown me so mean, many places. We only ha- The only places we haven't seen are Gongaga, which is a place you can even skip in the original game. Yeah. You don't have to go there. And Temple and of the Ancients, and I guess in a... In Temple a, of the Ancients, yeah. that's, that's what I was going to say. They're yeah. the only two locations in the whole game we haven't seen. Yeah. Um, that are going to be in this game because they've they've pretty much uh, announced that Wu Tai won't be in it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Rocket Town isn't going to be in it based yeah. on the way they showed Sid, um, and we got that final scene at the the Forgotten yeah. Capital. Oh. If that was the same scene, yeah. I rewatched the trailer so many times, and like then I watched the 1997 PS1 version, and I'm like, is that the same location? Because there's not some blue orb behind Eric in the original. Plus, no, but it's so. This is what I mean. It's very, but they're just going to do a redesign. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. it. It's very hard to tell because you're talking about a 1997 game where their vision was probably very limited by yes. what they could actually yeah. do. So I mean, like we've seen it, like you know, in 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 a remake. I know, but if we're doing this whole straw hat thing, <laughs> what I must have to say is there's no barrier. Like in the place where Sephiroth comes down and stabs Eret, it's very much. A like this circular with, yes. area with like wooden beams, yeah, and like it's almost like one of those old outdoor shelters, yeah, you know, and. But there is no railings, no. and there's this big blue orb behind her. But which, that, but that being know, said, like, and, that, and this is what I mean about what they're probably likely to do in this game is that in Final Fantasy VII, the original game, uh, climbing the the wall out of um, Marcus, uh, the, what's this, is the market, market, why can't I do the market town? No, not market town. Oh my god. The sector, uh, wall market. Wall market, Jesus. <laughs> Climbing the wall out of wall market was a two-minute-long section uh-huh. in the original Where game. Where you just put the battery in. You put the, the battery in the yeah. fan, and, <laughs> and off you, just, you go. Whereas just I... Just up the vines. Yeah, I spent, like, you know, two hours doing yeah. a chapter I love that they that. made a whole chapter out of that. Yeah. Like, one minute So, sequence, and that's yeah. what I mean. I think they're... Uh, like, it to me... I, yeah, I they're embellishing, seen, of course, yes. and they would, yeah. And I, guess, I actually, just... As someone who has the, the tinfoil hat on and was deep diving, I'll just let you know that, like, I played the PS1 era death scene, I played the end of the trailer, and I played them both simultaneously. Nice, like, nice. Trying to get all You're the full, clues, full, like, you know. Blown. What I must say, though, is that um, if you switch over to the Japanese translation... Like, because in the English version, Eric just says, please lend me your strength. Yes, at the which very I, end of the trailer. Yes. Yes. Which I don't know if you know, but if you ever summon anything with Eric, that's, what she says. that's exactly what yep. she says. So it's a summon material. It's, yeah. a, it's a summoning. Um, but in the Japanese version, directly translated, the, the dialogue is, oh, planet, please uh, help us. So she's oh, talking directly to, to the, the planet. planet. Like she addresses the planet. Craig, know? I I can't wait. I love this shit. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love going. <laughs> I mean, I this is all hard. probably means nothing, but like I'll I talk about it forever. every word, and yeah. I'm just like, what could that mean? I'll talk about it forever. So, starting of the trailer, let's get into it. We'll go scene yeah. by scene. I have the, I have, a, have the trailer broken down here. And um, if you ha- if you guys are listening and you haven't seen the trailer yet, uh, g- pause the podcast, watch the trailer, <laughs> and then unpause the podcast, and we're about to go ham. So the trailer starts off with the words on screen. 
Um, the world will be saved, but will you? For the second time. Yes. The second trailer also started with yep. those exact words. And those exact words should be looked at in a bit more detail. Yep. Like, who's saying that to us? And yep. how do they know that the planet will be saved? Yeah. If that's the case, should we just stop um, now? <laughs> but the world will be saved, but will you? So, like, I mean, who who is the you in this situation? Are we talking about the classic Aerith? Is she going to be saved? Is she going to die? Are we looking at, you know, Zach, who is essentially alive when he shouldn't be? So... You know, as him being there means the world will be saved, but he won't survive. You know, the, yeah, so many questions. Humanity, you know, so many questions. General. Yeah, it, it's yeah. odd because they open with that on two trailers. Yes, you know? which means it's got to have a, a significant amount of importance. That 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 phrase, what they're trying to theoretically. Get. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows, Greg? Uh, so the first scene is Zach fighting off the Shinra soldiers, which is the scene kind of at the end of Crisis Core. And in the normal game, in the original canon storyline from the 1997 Final Fantasy, Zach gets killed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this one, we know he doesn't. We know that he survives the fight. And um, interestingly enough, he says something along the lines of like... Um, I know exactly what he says. <laughs> I felt every bullet. I felt every bullet. Yeah. Um, in the Japanese... Again, in the Japanese translation, that's not what he says. Interesting. Oh, listen, <laughs> so lay it on me. Lay it on I, me. I watch both uh, yeah, back yeah. and forth. In the Japanese translation, um, what um, Zach says is... Hold on. Uh, I wrote it down, didn't I? Uh, it definitely was windy. That's what he says. It definitely was for me that scene then mean like and it even read the way even his uh, tone is that suggests to me like he's bragging about having killed hundreds of Shinra soldiers I think I think, I he's, think he's talking story. to Biggs yeah. it's that conversation mm-hmm. between those two and he's like oh man I had hundreds of them against me I could feel every bullet yeah. you know I was up against the wall it yeah. ha- it, it feels like that type of conversation. Yeah. I was going to say that, interesting that you choose, think that he, he'd say it to Biggs. I, my impression was that, because we do see later on in the trailer that he's looking after an unconscious Aerith. My thing was that like he's telling the story to an unconscious Aerith. And he was like, that's, I felt that's every bullet. quite possible and, you know, too, yeah. You know, Some people whatever. talk to people in comments, Exactly, why not? I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be like, this is a complete waste <laughs> of time. I'll tell, tell Biggs because that matters. Yeah, because he's awake. Um, the next scene in it is um, Bugenhagen with Red and Barrett and what we assume is at the Cave of the Gi, the, the, the entrance. It looks to me like the entrance to the to the cave and it's it's cool because we kind of finally see you know Bugenhagen in the original game was just mm-hmm. floating around on a orb a little orb thing he does have the orb it's just a lot smaller yes but it is there it is there but it, I was like looking at it being like oh that looks you know legitimate yeah. in this world you know as his opposed voice to the, is really cool his voice like, is very cool yeah, yeah. and but, all but, the, the like braided hair and the earrings and, and shit. is he, is he, he seems he, like a kind of hippie type character and is I'm he like, blind or almost blind his it, eyes seem kind his, of washed out it, he from what I could tell, it looked like he was blind. Yeah. All right, that which like, is just adds. I mean, to there's the, no way of knowing for sure, but yeah. it did have that kind of look. Adds to the mystique of it yeah, all. Yeah. Like, Maybe his, his orb knows where yeah. to go. Like you know, it's that, like one of those vacuums that when it hits a wall, it changes direction. <laughs> you know? So he can never. Like, he can never. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's safe. It's got barriers. Um, it's kind of that that scene made me excited for the, and we'll see more of it in the trailer as well. The characters developing, not just Cloud. Like this, you know, we know that all these characters got their side story and Red 13 kind of got his mm-hmm. in, you know, Cosmo Canyon when you first go there and looks like they're going deeper. But interestingly enough, in the second trailer, we see that um, Barrett and Red 13 are We're fighting also the, together. Yes, yeah. they're fighting the boss, which is like just this new boss mm-hmm. in, the, in the game. And I kind of thought, oh, the party must have gotten split yes. in the cave. Interesting, but this, right? But this That's looks like, uh, yeah, thought. it looks like they're going in together without the other guys, you know? It looks like it's Barrett, Red 13 and Bukenhagen and nobody else and is nobody there. And nobody else, yeah. Which... And like, because my theory is that with every single dungeon in the game, 
you will have control of every party member and that's what they were trying to try and establish when you were in Hojo's lab and yeah. remember the party you were split in two yeah. so I think like every so the Mitro case we know they split up because we've seen the boss fight and yeah. we've seen Barrett and thing and now in this the, uh, the cave of the Gi we see just Barrett and Red 13 yeah. so I have a funny feeling that Cloud, Tifa, Eric and maybe Yuffie are you know in another two party and another two so there could even be three parties at two yeah. You know, because they've at that point in the game, you six characters. Yeah. So why would there only be two if there wasn't? If then you'd have four in the other party, that would be a bit yeah. odd. So it could be one of those cases where, like, no, you, there's you have to go left, you have to go right. Someone takes the center, switch the party. And you all have to start hitting switches, phone in. You know, hit the PHS the system and exactly. and call your buddies. But I just think it would just be a really good way to try and use more of the characters. Because yeah. again, one of my biggest worries was that I'm just going to use Eret and Tifa, Eret and Barrett and then but never it, but, use But, but you, you like the idea of being of forced, being forced to, use to use characters. characters kind of yeah. like Final Fantasy IX, everyone got their time in the sun because you were constantly, like characters were getting left behind or going other places. So you, you pretty much had your party. You didn't get to pick your party. Yeah. But that way, at least you played with the characters. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Um, straight after that, then we get um, a shot of Vincent. Uh, Vincent's face, and he's looking down at Cloud. He's got his gun pointed at Cloud. Cloud's got the buster sword out. And all Vincent says is, your foe. Your foe, yeah. And Cloud responds, Sephiroth. Which, which is I, like the perfect thing to say. Yes, <laughs> because I guess that's just, that's all you need to say to Vincent for him to be like, yeah, I'm with you guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got your back, you know. Um, like... I'm very excited about that whole that scene as a whole. Do you know what I mean when they when they all come together to meet uh, Vincent? Super excited about it because you can even see Yuffie in the background. She's got her shrieking uh, out as well. She's ready to fight. So I'm like, this is what I mean about a modern day Final Fantasy game. When you had such great characters in the original, that uh, the, the what the original was lacking was kind of like well, depth. Ca- those characters, depth, we and were filling in the blanks with yes. our own stories, but we never the knew what they were like. Yes, and the relationships. You know, Vincent only has one line of dialogue in the entire original like, game. Oh my god! And like, you have and to go to the Sid. Uh, when it's in the Halloween mansion, yeah, he just Sid is asleep when you guys are doing your backstory about like what's happened so far. At the very very end, Sid walks up to or Vincent walks up to Sid and goes, "Hey, you you gone to sleep? I don't want to like lock you out of the room or something that's, like that." That's and it, that's like, it. That's his only line of dialogue. It's, it's in the whole so game. funny that a character like that, I guess, just either with the fandom or with Nomura and the team, did they just love Vincent anyway? Because a he got his own game. Mm-hmm. B in the movie Advent Children, he's definitely a favorite. Like he yeah. got a lot. It's him, Tifa, and Cloud are the main characters. Yeah, everyone else is just a couple of seconds, but those yeah. three are like big parts. Yeah, exactly. And Reno and Rude, but that's because everyone loves. Them. Oh, what a duo! <laughs> what a duo! So we get. Um, Vince, like, and that's what I mean. I'm so interested to see what his reaction to the party is and how, like, because that's you've got. Like, how know, far into the Kate, game do you think that scene will be? I bet that's like 75% through the game. So you come across Vincent before you come across Sid, or is it vice versa? You would come across Vincent first, but in this game, because I'm pretty sure. Uh, Sid has established a bunch of air bases around the map you that's what they're Sid doing first. so you're going to see Sid way earlier and you're going to see Vincent I wouldn't be surprised if you see Vincent at Junon just saying goodbye to his high wind or something like you know yeah I see Sid at Junon saying goodbye to his high wind you mean? yeah sorry yeah. that's what I mean yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think you'll see Vincent until very end yeah. like the same and, way it was with Red 13 he, he strikes me as a we'll give you a little teaser of this character yeah. you, you can enjoy him yeah. at the very end because he's just end. too cool like if you were cool. going to like have him in the game and him be, like they would have introduced him much earlier mm-hmm. but because it's so late in the game yeah. I'm just like yeah that's why he's not playable yeah, because yeah. It, it ha- cause if even if it was halfway through the game I'd be demanding to play as him yeah. so I think it has to be toward, like similar to Red 13 how we, he was really he was the last, he was the last, the last, the last two chapters yeah. essentially you got to play as Red 13 yeah uh, that's where I am right now in my remake <laughs> uh, playthrough I just you know Red's um, with the crew uh, the next 
next scene, which I'm a big, big fan of this scene because, like, I called it. You listen, you guys go listen to the first episode where we're talking about Final <laughs> Fantasy, and I was like, you know, we got two timelines, and Zach's gonna have his own team, you know, his own his own team of like the B team or whatever else, mm-hmm. the leftovers. Lo and behold, what do we see in this next scene of the trailer? It's Biggs bemoaning the fact that he has survived when none of the other members of Avalanche have to none other than Zach. Yeah, and I was like. That's the shit I want to see. You know, I, I I love that those two could be a duo. You know yep. what I mean? I'm like, cool. Yeah, I, I can, I'll buy that. I'm buying right into it. And I hope, and this is my question to you. Me and Kev talked about this. Zach, we know we're, we're going to get a bit more about Zach than we expected in terms of playtime. It seems even by this trailer alone, there's a lot of Zach content. There's a lot of Zach content. Do you only play as Zach? So my impression is, is that I think you'll have a team, but you'll only be able to play as Zach. And much like Vincent or Red 13, you'll have people fighting around you, but you can't control them. Mm-hmm. Do you think Biggs is one of those? Um, see, it's, it's so hard. I honestly think that everything to do with Zach won't be playable and he'll just be involved in every time you complete a chapter with with cloud you'll have five minutes of zach you don't think zach's gonna be playable kind of cutscene type thing interesting i just i feel they would have done that in the like i think as they would have released it as dlc and just had him do the 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 bombing mission again um because why not? That's free money. And yeah. I, just, I, mean, I just feel that they would have done that if he was that. playable. Because yeah. even if they were, how do you differentiate him from Cloud? Otherwise, he just is going to play as the same. So I think you differentiate him by... Because like, we're going to get the whole twisty twist in this yeah. uh, in this game. Plus, you've got to remember that um, for, for whatever reason, I'm, I've no idea why, but Zack arrives at Midgar when it, all of the bombing missions and all that stuff has already been done. Yeah. Like, like the everyone attempted to flee from Midgar and they died on that bridge yeah. right where they should have died in the first game but yeah. the, the whisper saved them but during that scene like um, what was it going to say so there's no nothing really left to do in Midgar yeah. from then for the well, rest I mean, of the party I mean, so I just think that Zack is going to be doing his own thing and you rallying think it's purely, up allies you think it's purely through cutscenes and I don't think he'll ever leave Midgar I think he'll be in the same way we were in Midgar for all of you think the first game? I, I think he'll be a Midgar fault. The first game, because that. I don't know if they want us to know yet if there are two timelines or one timeline. Even though they accidentally already spoiled it, because I am now certain that there's two timelines. What, uh, what makes you certain that there's? Two? I mean, I'm, I, I was I was always like ninety eight percent sure yeah, there's two timelines. Uh, what, what's given your certainty? Well, it was what just was because, um, like when we, you know, the way it was revealed that there was a Beagle timeline and a Terrier timeline. Yes. It's just that we saw Zach with the Terrier timeline. But yeah. when we came out of the portal and um, Barrett was like, did anything change? I don't, everything looks the same. It was kind of like, well, what did we do? Have we come back to our own timeline or are we now in the Terrier timeline? It yeah. didn't actually tell us. No. Nope. So there's no way to know for sure if, you know, we, everything is the Terrier timeline now. Yeah. But in the previous trailer when Cloud is marching do you know when you see him marching with all the other Shinra soldiers yeah in the background you can very clearly see Stamp and it's the Beagle Stamp so we're still in the same timeline we're still in error timeline excellent and so, I love just having that confirmed yes I now that, that like cuts all the theories in half yeah you know and I wanted that for continuity because it makes my my theory crafting easier <laughs> yes. knowing that we're in the same yeah. timeline so you know you get that cool thing about them talking to each other and then we get a cool section of like lots of um, walking through areas so first we get Cloud walking through Calm uh, then we see him th- walking through uh, Junon in the soldier gear uh, then we see him, um, it looks like the boat on the way to Costa del Sol. Which is now no longer a tanker, but a kind of luxury line. Yeah, it seems like to be a yeah. bit of a cruise ship. Like a, a yacht, like a, cru- 
exactly a cruise ship, yeah. which makes a lot of sense going to a place like Costa, Costa del, del Sol, Sol, you know? Yeah. Um, then we got um, a little run around of the Golden Saucer lobby area, it seems to mm -hmm. be. Then we get a quick glimpse of the Haunted Mansion, followed by the Coral Prison, which is underneath the Gold Saucer. Yeah. Interestingly enough is the dialogue in this bit, because we're getting more and more of the cloud coming to terms with the fact that maybe everything isn't okay in his brain, mm -hmm. where he says to Tifa something along the lines of like... Um, I have no memory of things that I should, and I know things I have no right of knowing. Yeah. Which is like alluding to the fact that, well, you're a bit messed up, you know? And it's mm -hmm. Tifa then responds to me like, don't worry, you saved me once before, let me look after you. Yeah. So that implies that they've had that conversation where Cloud revealed that he did save her yeah. at Nibelheim, yeah. and she believes him that yeah. that actually did happen. But because in, in the original, that wasn't the case. Cloud said all that, and Tifa was like, you weren't there, what the fuck are yeah. you talking about? And Whereas now, it seems she believes and she remembers that. Because even in the first trailer, like, Zack is talking about how Zack was with him. Yeah. He's like, where are you? What happened? You know, like, so it does seem now that Cloud isn't as fuzzy in the head about that incident. At least he seems to be fuzzy in the head now because he's probably experiencing multiple timelines at once. Yeah, you with know? all those little, the you know, when we were playing the end of Remake and stuff like that, you got a lot of, he got a lot of the visions of the future or, or, or things that had I already I mean, like happened. we saw in the first game, he saw Eretz, he saw the materia fall on the ground yeah. after she stabbed, like, yeah. and then a tear formed in his eye. He was sad. It's like yeah. he relived that moment, yeah. you know. And what's cool about it, just in terms of the the, the crafting the storyline for this whole Cloud plot twist, where he, you know, you realize that Cloud doesn't, he didn't do all those things. He's not soldier first class, anything like that. There's a cool bit in remake because I'm just playing through it right now, where um, at the very beginning of the game, Tifa's showing you around town, letting you know how to, and you know do things and she's kind of like oh you've you know you've changed a little bit and he says something along the lines of like well five years can really change a guy mm -hmm. and tifa just goes huh because Does she say huh i don't I, know if she says anything like that i think she's huh? experienced that five times remember because so. So, but she doesn't acknowledge the fact that in the original game um he does say five years and then when she's recapping later on she goes it was odd that you said that because it's actually been seven, seven years, years. Which is odd because why wouldn't Tifa remember that? Like, yeah, you know? yeah. But again, I've, I put this out before. She also didn't remember being 10 years old, walking out onto the bridge and then falling, yeah. which Cloud was scared for and blamed for yeah. and everyone in the village here we go the anti-tifa <laughs> no i'm just saying that she's you know her memory loss is very convenient yeah you know? yeah yeah for the good for the things that suit her so that was a cool bit of dialogue between the two of them uh, we then get the kind of um the crowd prison i guess ring leader the guy who kind of coaxes you in to get into yeah, yeah. chocobo racing to a get lot out. of people online think that that's a new character but it's it's not it's just the same guy it's he's same wearing way. the same green suit yeah and he's, he's he's just a big glow you know like with every character they've they've all glowed up i love yeah. it do you know what i mean all the detail <laughs> they stuff. also pretty much any time you see an actor they're very like animated yes like they're always like i knew i knew i knew you know yeah. like it's it's, it's they're doing a lot with their hands which very... i love i do a lot with my hands too even right now i'm waving <laughs> around like you know i like the overacting yeah. thing yeah just it's for great. drama just, just it's exactly fun. and then he's like you know talks to cloud and says you know he's like saying which one of you is going to do it which i assume is to race the chocobo and then he yeah, says yeah. only joking it's the spiky haired fella uh -huh. so it's like okay so Cloud's but it might not be because i mean even i mean I, we haven't got that to that part in the trailer just yet but when Cloud was talking to Dio, it didn't seem like he was being arrested, you know? And even Kate said, I think, is like, no, go. Like, as though he's setting up a fight between you and Dio or I something. Think, I think there's going to be some something that happens that causes... It, 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 it seems like everybody's getting on, but I think something will happen after that that causes your arrest. Or maybe you can't get into the gold saucer... Maybe it's not a case of you get thrown into prison, but to, to get to the gold saucer, it's kind of like, oh, you need that golden ticket 
to get up there. So maybe you're not imprisoned per se, but you you make your way into Coral oh, Prison maybe to be, you make can your own, way up. Oh, that's yeah. possible. Like because the Golden Saucer is like you know the High Flyers all, yeah. all go there, so something like that maybe. Or but maybe Barrack could find out that Diane is in the prison, and that's but why there's you no go. way to get into the prison. You can't visit, so yeah. he has to commit a crime to, to get go, put in. To go see you know? Diane. Oh, I mean, that, that could be a new way of doing and it. And this, you know, I think is that up next. No, we got D- we got a little Dio and Cloud facing off against each other. Do you know what I mean? In that, yeah. like, you know, where he kind of gives Cloud a little word of wisdom, and then they're, the two of them are like getting ready, I guess, for their fight. Yeah. Their... I just definitely feel like it won't be a case of you, Eric, and uh, Kate walk into a room and everyone's dead, and then it, Dio comes in and says, "It must have been you." Yeah. I think that's that the whole scene is going to be completely different. But I mean, because again, it's you know, you're talking about games made in 1997. Yeah. That was kind of a You wouldn't week. get away with that now. Like the amount no. of people who are yeah. now in the gold saucer, yeah. like there's probably there should be a hundred people in that there'll room. There'll be there'll be a case of mistaken identity or something like that. Like a, a, a more believable reason as to why you might get away. My arrested. theory is that they'll find out Dine is in the prison and Barrett will commit a crime to just go. to get sent yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Which which I like the idea yeah, of. I think that'd be really, really cool. Um the next one is and this is an interesting one because you and me talked about this and you were quite disappointed by this scene. The next scene is Sid speak it's our first introduction to a speaking okay. a talking Sid and I he's was, speaking to Aerith. I was definitely disappointed because yeah, it, it's it shows Sid and he's like, Aerith, I wanna help. What can I do? Yeah. And I as soon as I saw that I went, Sid would never say that. Yeah. It, just so you know, Sid and Aerith in the original game have zero dialogue yeah. together. Zero. Yeah. So yeah. for him to say anything to Aerith is is out of left field. But like the fact that he is being nice when his entire character arc is about being bad and the reason because i've rewatched all the trailers now and i've i've really focused on what the guys actually did when they went through that that rift and changed the whispers and in yeah. the very first you know what we said in the second and third trailer that and um, the line comes up uh, will the world be saved yeah the world will be saved but, but will, will you? you but in the first trailer um it's Eric voicing over the first trailer. And she says, what we've done is set in stone. The past is forever, but the future, even if it has been written, can be changed. So focus on the future, not the past. Mm-hmm. That to me is Eric talking directly to us and being like, okay, everything you've done is fine. But because we've made changes now, things that are going to happen are going to be different because now the whispers are out so from you, this you, point. You, you think we get a nice sit? So I think... Um, like the same way in the Costa del Sol, it was a, a tanker, and now it's a lovely luxury liner. Mm-hmm. Uh, liner. Now we have Madame M, who's in the trailer. We have Andre Rodeo. Yeah. They've all just suddenly upped and left Midgar, you know? Yeah. Then we have, um, what was I going to say? Sorry, we have a, a somewhat lovely Sid, who, um, and I'd, it, it was in the, the blog thing that you mm-hmm. could read, but it says in that that Sid Highwinds now has a bunch of airfields around the world mm-hmm. and he'll fly you out of those locations. Yeah. So for me, something happened with Destiny and either maybe he already married Sira, he already went to the moon or something, but now in the future, he's happy because he gets to fly his tiny Bronco to all these locations. So, in, in, so it's a changed Sid. Interesting, you know? interesting take. I don't think they'll take it that far. I think... What we get is now because we don't get Sid and Eric talking to each other at all in the original game. Yep. But Aerith, we also don't get a nice Sid in the entire no, game. No, 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 we don't. But we've never had like Aerith is a hugely popular individual with everybody throughout the game, especially when you're playing remake. Everybody loves Aerith. Everybody knows Aerith. Everybody in town is like, oh, Aerith, you help me give us the medicine. And she's everyone loves Aerith. And yeah. I have a funny feeling that 
the game has done so well the remake has done so well at developing all of our all of the characters do you know what I mean give them yeah. a little bit extra than what they had before and I don't want a nice Sid and I don't think we're going to get a nice Sid but I think Sid will have a soft spot for Aerith but will mm-hmm. still be and I hope so I hope I, I hope I'm right in saying this because it's what I want I have no problem with him being nice to Aerith because Aerith's like so lovely and how could you be angry at Aerith how could yeah. you be grumpy with Aerith but he'll be a bit of a jerk to everyone else but just like likes Aerith yeah. and and it's th- that section of the trailer is kind of out of context so we don't know why he's saying that has Aerith just done something really really but nice for because Sid? that's the only dialogue we hear from Sid for me the developers the, the writers of the game want us to know that that's a very different Sid you know so yeah, that okay. leads me to believe that like basically in the first game they made it point blank the exact same as the first game with just adding extra dialogue and stuff like but yeah. the places you go the things you did All were the in beats. the exact same sequence yeah. and like even the whispers of fate made sure it remained that way yeah. the fact that they're now dead I feel like the people who made the game like the people at Square they now want to do things slightly different you mm-hmm. know so again like with this scene with Dime they're going to be like you know what that scene where Barrett is convicted of being a killer of murdering that didn't make a lot of sense let's do something else yeah. and now they can get away with that because the whispers yeah. are dead so mm-hmm. they can rewrite that as they see fit but it's mainly to keep the fans happy you know because <laughs> they're basically saying Final Fantasy 7 yeah that's its own game yeah. we're going off script now and we're allowed to do that because that, that was whispers. the whole point of killing the whispers yeah. is now anything can happen and we are going to make changes. We're going to have the people go generally to the same places in the same story. But if it didn't really make sense or it didn't work, we're going to tweak it. Yeah. You know? and, and for I'm, me, I'm, that's why they've tweaked Sid because they didn't want to give him a cigar. So they're going to go, you know what, maybe let's make him a nicer guy. You know what's disappointing about the, because the fact that he had like a a pack of cigarettes in his goggles all the time and he was always smoking. It's, it's, I'll be disappointed if they don't give him a cigarette because. They're not going to give him a cigarette. They recently came up, but they recently came out with the, um, the age rating, the maturity rating. And on the rating that they've given it, it does allow drugs. Does it? Yeah. So I think. I'm pretty sure it doesn't allow suicide though, right? No, no suicide. So Diane has, his story has to change. Unless they could put it as a more accidental battle between him and Barrett and that kind of stuff. I mean, that's not that's not true suicide in the in the in the terms of the the seriously harrowing suicide. He kind mm-hmm. of just like you know falls off. Yeah, but I also that. looked at the age rating and I'm just like, oh, it doesn't have to work because usually when there's a suicide in something, they have to tell yeah, you. Yeah. Like you see it on shows all the time. Yeah. So I was look like, look how deep you're going, Craig. Oh, big time! I told you, I probably yeah. analyzed this. Yeah, yeah. But I just I see the fact that they showed Dine's face and even him and Barrett were reliving the conversation I was like that's a massive spoiler like I liked when you saw the back of Dian's head yes I was like that's cool but then it showed his face instantly after mm-hmm. and I went oh that's I too I much was, why super, did you do that yeah. and like, it's I, I'm a bit different in that because um, it's I think I was saying it to you guys in my new playthrough of Remake I have you know it hit me at one point that I was like oh my god Barrett's not the real father of Marlene and all the care that he's given yeah. her and all that those lovely joyous, joyous moments with Marlene and Barrett yeah. I'm like crap you th- would like, just assume that like the the mother was a white woman or something yeah, but ex- like it didn't enter my head no. that like oh and it, and it, I, I only it only clicked with me that it was like crap you know, Barrett isn't her actual dad like yeah. her dad is it's dying fucking in the in the coral prison yeah. and any scene that I have with that it's like anytime Barrett's really given it his all not only is he given it all to look after Marlene but he's given it his all to look after Marlene in memory of his like best mate and like mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see the and his own story. wife and Dine's wife yeah, too yeah, like, yeah the whole other, like everybody and um Anytime I play in that now and remake, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to but see how this develops. It's just because I know everyone knows about Eric, but I don't think everyone knew about Dine. No. You know, like that's something that could 
Like, you'd have to have played the game to know yeah. that. Nobody talks about that in the same way they talk about what happened to Aerith. Yeah. So it was odd to me that they spoiled that. Mm-hmm. You know, they just flat out said, like, I'm Marlene's father in yeah. the trailer. And I was like, that means it's going to play out different. So, and well, I already know he can't commit suicide. So I don't know <laughs> if it's going to play out different. I think there's still... I think Barrett and him will still fight. I think Dine's going to still be... I think it'll be the same-esque story. And I think in, in Barrett and trying to not kill him will inadvertently kill him that classic like i don't want to fight you but i fight you and i kill you anyway i still think that's going to happen because i think we're going to get a messed up dine but i love that that story is going to be and i hope it doesn't change too much because thinking back on it now that's like the depth of that and how serious that storyline is 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 so good and the fact that it'll be fleshed out in a rebirth final fantasy 7 ps5 graphics kind of thing i'm like i'm so excited for that that whole section the coral prison i'm so excited for that chat with Barrett and Dine is far more aggressive in the Japanese version just you know it's another thing I wrote down in the Japanese version but I was and that's I'm glad you've said that because I thought they were being I don't want it looked kind of lovey-dovey didn't it like it looked like they were both kind of sad Barrett's comforting Dine in the second the second he comes into the trailer again in the second scene and Barrett's comforting him and I didn't really want that I want Dine to be like completely messed up you've stolen my daughter from me that kind of like get away from me type I want that Dine do you know what I mean but if you're saying it's more aggressive in Japanese so yeah, he responds very harshly. Um, so in, in the real version, they're just talking, and yeah. it's just like, I can't believe you said that. But in the Japanese version, it translates to, curse you, Barrett, why the hell would you tell me she's alive? Like, oh, so he didn't want to know that. Like, yeah, 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 it, yeah. that immediately messed with him. So yeah. it unhinged him, like, yeah. in the Japanese version. So I'm just like, okay, that sounds a bit and that's, more... And that's what I mean. Like because there'll, be, there'll be a lot of hate in Dine because it's like, why didn't you find me and tell me sooner? It's my daughter. How, you know, you, you've stolen my daughter and you're living your life with my daughter. Like, I mean, yes, it's going to be so good. Um, moving on from that, because we still have a good bit of trailer to cover. And How are we on time? Oh, we're, we're only 40 minutes, so we're good. We're, we're at 40 minutes? We're at 40 minutes. Shit, we're not even halfway to the trailer. Well, the, the second half of the trailer has less dialogue for us yes, to cover. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be okay. So we're talking now. We get a scene with the a new a new showcase of summons. We get Titan. We get um, who else do we get? We get Titan. We get Phoenix, and we get um, Bahamut. Bahamut arisen, I think, is Arisen. what it's called. Oh, very good. You get, got that, yeah. I, listen, I do I do a bit of reading myself, Craig. It, you know, I Bahamut is my favorite summon, and I'm a little unpeeved that there's so many versions of them now, especially in Final Fantasy VII, because there's Bahamut seen in Advent Children. Yeah. There's Neo, and there's Zero in. Um, the original seven and then we have and there was on top of original Bahamut and then we I have Arisen have so that's five Bahamuts yeah, in Final Fantasy 7 alone <laughs> like yeah yeah and they all looked cool Titan looked great I like the Titans a bit more of, of the more well I say the classic Titan now because you know in, in, in Final Fantasy 14 and in the game since Titan's taken on a bit more of a, a monstrous look as opposed to human yeah. where in the original Final Fantasy 7 he just looked like actually a, a person, big human you know? yeah. well in all the original Final Fantasies he was just a big guy yeah. so I like at least in this one he, he doesn't look like a human like, yeah. he, like he has that kind of armored skate he's yeah. like a titan from attack on titan yeah, well, and great. i love that like yeah. you know i think they did him really well in final fantasy 16 yeah um like that's do you think now that we've seen titan. phoenix do you think that we get a obtaining phoenix side quest at four condor uh yes because i don't know if you watched the demo of the game uh maximilian dude yeah uh, upload and i just watched him play for a bit but one of the scenes is you when you come out of i think mitral caves or whatever can, the condor actually swoops down and grabs one of the um the, the robed people the reunion dudes the reunion dudes yeah. yeah and just flies off with it 
probably the fourth condor yeah yeah and then like barrett or red 13 is just like oh it's from an old condor that like uh, yeah, yeah. used to be up the road there and because there are side missions and stuff like that i assume that that phoenix is going to be like halfway through the game you'll unlock the side quest to go back to the original yes. and you'll fly back there with because, sid but, and do this but we know quest. that that's what they want us to do because they've talked about how the chocobos unlocking chocobos will unlock other areas mm -hmm. in the areas you've been to previously but i so. just think that other than that like even in the first areas of the game like when we get to the like but if we complete chapter two say yeah and then all of a sudden we're at costa del sol i think by getting to costa del sol suddenly we'll have unlocked more side missions on that first part of the map yeah so i think there'll, be, there'll always be reason to go back yeah. and go forward which i'm excited by yeah. because you know uh, as on like i said remake my game of the year this year essentially uh -oh. but it is very very linear yeah, and that was I think the they're really going the opposite That's with this, and, and they and want and you to go like yeah, to travel so to, to travel and from everywhere. Place. It's not going to be a case of oh, here's calm. Now do your three side quests for calm, and then you're finished there. Yeah, I think Never you'll get back. like two side quests for calm, and then when you get to Junon, you'll unlock another one at yeah. calm. You know, oh, so they, give they'll give you reasons to, to keep coming back. Yeah. You know? yeah, which is which is what I was hoping that they would do. So fingers crossed. Uh, next we get. Um, Oh, we click. Well, this is the, the, the dine now discussing Marlene with, with Barrett. We've kind of already gone through that in yeah. terms of we're kind of happy, not happy about that scene. This scene now, this next scene, I'm going to go heavy on my theories here, Craig. Right? The, oh, the, what is this, it? This is the last scene before we get the actual theme the song. Music. So it is, um, it's Marlene talking to Zach with a sick cloud in a wheelchair in the background. So we now know we're, nice back, scene, in the, yeah. we're back in Terrier, Terrier timeline. Time yeah. I like the way we, re we should review uh, forever. Um, refer to these as Terrier yeah, timeline. Terrier and Beagle, and Beagle yeah. timeline. Uh, so we're now back in Terrier timeline, and Marlene says, "When she wakes up, the bad man's gonna kill her." Mm -hmm. And here's my theory, Craig. Right, because we saw earlier on in the trailer, or later on in the trailer when the music is going, we see a Zach tending to an unconscious Aerith. Right. Yeah. Assuming she's in a coma or whatever else, I have a feeling that in our Beagle timeline, which is with the the OG crew. Mm -hmm. Aerith is still going to die. Yes. But the, in the moment, same way. Yeah, in the same way. But the moment she dies, she wakes up. I told you. Yes, I also think and she's, that is my theory too. But this, my theory is also, it includes Aerith and it also includes Cloud when he falls. So I think Aerith will die in the Beagle timeline and be alive in the Terrier timeline. Yeah. But I think at the very, very end of this game, Cloud is going to fall into the live stream and then go into a coma in the Beagle timeline but wake up in the terrier timeline. Oh, Sick Cloud wakes up so in the I terrier timeline. So I think that'll be the transition that to, gets to Cloud, and Cloud will be reunited with the same Aerith, you know, even though it's only briefly, because he's going to have to leave there eventually. You know, Tifa's going to wake him up. That's so know? sad. Wouldn't it? But it'd be great. It'd like, be amazing. It would make perfect no, no, sense not that only would Cloud be is reunited with both Zack and Aerith, and the but only for knew, a while. The Zack he knew and the Aerith he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just a really good I love like, that. concept. So yeah. I think yeah, that could be the thing at the end where because they keep comparing it to the Empire Strikes Back. So yeah. it has to end with something bad happening. Yeah. And it's gonna be sad. But I do think maybe it'll be a case of you know, the credits roll and all of a sudden Cloud's eyes open and fucking Zack's right there or Eric's right there, you know, and they're like, he'll wake be, up, sleepy head. He'll, he'll wake up in the, in, on a, you know, exactly in a wheelchair and then Zack and, and Eric will be like, discussing, yeah, and Eric might be coy to be like pretending she doesn't know but Cloud. You, you know, know how they, they, it'd be more of a teaser. He'd probably just wake up and he's in the chair and oh, you don't see anyone else, else, you know, like they wouldn't that's even a, want you to see That's a up. fantastic because I never thought about the Cloud waking up because Marlene saying when she wakes up, the bad man's going to kill her means I'm like, okay, well, Aerith has to, you know, this Aerith has to wake up, but what's a good reason? He's like, well, she dies and it, the timeline's connected somehow. Mm -hmm. So she'll die and wake up but have to face Sephiroth anyway. Yeah. 
but I didn't think of it'd cloud be really, waking really up. Cool, oh, right? Great. But it would be a great way to transition across. Yes. So that cloud would meet that Zach and would still be somewhat reunited with Eret. Yeah. But then have to leave that timeline. Yeah. And be absolutely broken to have to return. And it's like, you know, you have to go back. You have to save that world, you know? And so we've got everything covered here. Zach has assembled his team with Biggs and all the others, like, you know, yeah. maybe even Dine. Who knows? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. He'll, get, he'll get all his crew. The sort dream of, team. Hopefully, you Yuffie's know? friend Sonon or something. Is alive there, as well. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'd love to see that, you know, B team in the fucking Terrier timeline ready to fight Seraphoth. And it's like, yeah. here, we, we have to do it together. Yeah. And, you know, Cloud gets sent back or just woken up. Because the Tifa. interesting thing is, and this is, this is, oh, my brain is exploded. I've just thought of loads of amazing <laughs> things. Craig, Advent Children. Oh, God. Right. So the guys have come out and confirmed that the things still have to happen the same way because Advent Children will still be canon. So Advent Children is still going to happen. But I, after see, I just think at the end of this game, it'll all just merge back to the way it was. You know? Yes. But what I love about this, your theory about the crossovers in terms of the timelines is that I'm seeing Advent Children a whole new way. So let's say everything happens the way it happens, right? Cloud, anytime he's like failing or unconscious, you know, really struggling in that, he speaks to Zack and he speaks to Aerith. That's you know? true, yeah, yeah. But what if that is, that? what, what if Namura knew, <laughs> making Advent Children, that these were a Zack and an Aerith that Cloud could could speak to or, or, or touch or like, you know, see through the live stream because they exist in a different timeline that we're, true, yeah. we're going to experience. Because you, you remember, do you know how Advent Children ends and you just see Aerith and, and Zack standing walking away. and they're walking away. And like, that's just where they are in, in the other timeline time <laughs> it's possible you know oh my god namura you madman i love yeah. that idea but i mean like that that's just that is my theory of how that they would merge it yeah because they do it a lot i mean we saw jesse's dad was in a, a coma so i think he is in the terrier timeline somewhere like yeah. having a great time with jesse like you know wow so um, that ends the trailer up until the point we get into the theme song. We've got about 10 minutes left to like okay. hash through the rest of this. So we're going to go through us. It shouldn't us. be too bad because a lot of this is like, it's we're seeing shots of, say, Eretz, but it's also like the same moments with yes. Tifa and Barrett. Exactly. And, so we won't have to go through too, too much. So we start off with the actual theme song of the new game and Aerith kind of on stage singing it. Not um, the voice actor, obviously, but Aerith singing it. The next scene is Jesse dancing and it seems to be on the same same stage or in the Golden Saucer. Interestingly You enough, read the blog, right? So you know what that is. A VR simulator simulator I'm so like, that's awful right no so my thing about it is is that jesse because we are in like it, i don't know who i don't know who's experiencing watching jesse i'm assuming it's the it's the beagle timeline team yes. right but interesting enough if that is the case we know that jesse died died but we also know that she did try out a golden saucer but she never got like the the leading role the leading role. so they'll go and go to the golden saucer and they'll watch some stuff and it'll be real sad because they'll see a vr thing of like a previous show that jesse was yeah. in and like because i'm not satisfied with the jesse death in remake either am i especially how they teed it up the whole gold saucer thing yeah. and like that's why i kept saying that we are going to see her at the gold saucer yeah. which we know now that we are yeah. but it's going to be in a very very small role in a very small know? and it's not that she's alive again or can join the team it's just that they're watching a recording of jesse yeah. in the gold but saucer previously you know like like jesse wanted like so much to be a dancer and she lived with other dancers in midgar yeah. all hoping to like make it yeah but I mean, it sounds like their AI problem is way worse than our AI problem. And we have a huge AI problem. How does anyone get a job? Like yeah, know, if right. they're using dancers from five years ago still, still. then how are you supposed to ever I, get a job who, as a dancer? But like? see, I don't know if it's like, I think it's maybe you can just go through the records or something like that. And maybe one of the team just spots like, oh, Jesse, that was the show Jesse was in and they watch yeah, it. And like, oh, let's Jessie. play that version. Because I need them to, to, to be sad about the Jesse thing again. Because They just this, wanted to include there's Jesse. There's one line, man, in the, in the English, because I, I play remaking English because the 99% of the voices are amazing 
And when Jesse's dying, Claire comes up with this stupid line. You owe me a pizza. You still owe me a pizza. Yeah. And it ruins everything. It's, and I'm like, it's it's, I was like, fuck, I wanted like a real, because, you know, Jesse is big in that game. She's like almost like the third choice of, you know, is it, is it Aerith? Is For it a lot Tifa? of people, she was the first choice. And I think that's, yeah. That's something they got wrong in remake because like Cloud was always a dickhead to Tifa and uh, Jesse at the start of the game. Yeah. Whereas in remake, he is softening a little to Jesse. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not treating her terribly the way he does at the very start. Like yeah. he's just like shut the hell up. You know, yeah. I don't don't listen to any of this because it's supposed to be that Eric melts. Cloud, yeah. like you know and yeah. it does happen in remake but you can see jesse also picking away at that yeah. a little bit and i like that though I, I i enjoyed that because it was like it it seems it seems quite human and normal she's she's like a real kind of super preppy uppy person that you know at some point cloud being surrounded by that has to crack a smile somewhere or crack a joke and he does and he does it in with bigs and wedge and it's all like a cool little group. like when you do that mission with them and you're a cool little group and they're all being like come on cloud it was a great you know? addition yeah um, and it like i loved remake for that because i was like oh man it, now it's gonna hurt so much more when they go but to be honest it didn't really hurt me no. when they went because every single one of them had a five minute monologue before yeah. they died uh, Biggs and di- i hated Biggs, that Biggs died twice i think he, <laughs> he had like a, a pass out but then wake up and talk to cloud some more before he actually died and the thing about it is is that we know that Wedge didn't die because he didn't die in well, the he, remake. Well, he then did at the end. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you'll, you won't find anyone online talking about that because nobody knows what really happened there. Yeah. But from my opinion, like, he was very clearly on the... T- on like the 60th floor or whatever on the skyscraper yeah. uh, wind was pushing him back yeah. the whispers were pushing him back and then the glass shattered yeah. for me he's dead he has to be dead yeah. because that's you can't survive that you know but I don't know what they're going to do but and see, like even people like Maximilian Dude and all those guys no nobody knows. talks about Wedge because yeah. they have no idea yeah. um, but for me he's dead and he has to have been killed yeah. I think what was what happened in that is that the whispers have to protect the main story from happening yes. and because Wedge is such an insignificant character it doesn't matter they that didn't have to stop him from dying yeah. but because he did something significant it meant like, oh, that shit. you can't be here anymore because yeah. you were now we, we have to get rid you of are you. now in like you're so significant that now you're going to actually affect something yeah, yeah. so we need to get, see you later get out the window so in a way it's a good thing you know because they didn't get rid of him initially because it's just a case of like oh look at this guy trying to save his cats who gives a fuck yeah. you know like that won't do but that won't being, change the story in any way a bit of a player then but in the then game, when yeah. he saves them and he tries to get the, the helicopter on the roof then the whispers target him and throw him out the window yeah. and I'm like if anything that it makes him a better character because the whispers targeted him because he was now interfering with destiny. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Uh, So then we get shots of the team performing a play which we now know is Loveless from the Crisis Core thing. I also downloaded all of the lyrics. Oh, very good. Uh, So (laughs) that's one thing that I I was, I listened to the lyrics, but I... I, It's very Eretz. It's very just... With clouds. Yes, kind of. Heavy, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it didn't, it, to me, it didn't have any sort of real sort of super, like I wasn't, there was nothing I could see anyway, detail-wise in the lyrics. Did you like the song? Me. No, but I... But, I don't like it at all. But in fairness, I didn't like the theme song for 7 Remake. And oh, it grew, I, I quite like that. It grew on me a lot, yeah. and I love it now. But like, I've watched this trailer like 10 times, Still and I'm just mind. like, it's no eyes on me, Final no. Fantasy VIII. <laughs> no. It's no melodies of life, Final Fantasy IX. You know, like, and both of those were written by Nobuo Uiwatsu yeah. as well. Yeah. But, but the guy, they just, Craig, the guy can't keep hitting. Do you know what I mean? Why not? They, he should have saved it for FF7. <laughs> this is the most important one. And even when he was writing it, he was like, I wrote it thinking about Eric. And I'm like, have you even listened? I mean, he obviously just plays the Japanese version. Yes. Because Eric does not sound like yeah, that. Yeah, no. So th- th- that's one thing there where they... But I mean, like, I, I, can, I can choose to ignore that because it's a video game. But yes. The, so I the can't. Dis- yeah, um, the discrepancy in the And voices. especially because they've said that the role of Princess Rosa can change. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's true. I think... Uh, 
Eret's role will always be Rosa and the other characters can maybe change. Yeah. Um, because otherwise they're going to have to have Barrett's singing that song. Tifa singing Tifa the song. singing that song. Yuffie, Yuffie singing that song. Yeah. And I just don't think they're going to animate that. I no. think that role will always be Eret. And then the rest of the team you can... It, they want us... Because they're going to play this when the credits roll. Yeah. 100%. This they're is going the to do end. that. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll want us to feel sad. So they have to link it with Eret. And yeah. all of the lyrics are already heavily linked with her anyway. Yeah. And they deliberately show with her in the trailer yeah. for the most yeah, there's part. No doubt. Uh, do you think that this being loveless now as opposed to the random play it was in 7, uh, do you think that's evidence of Genesis yes. uh, being back? Yeah, okay, we're both agreed on that. Uh, for, uh, See, as soon as um, um, I saw Deep Ground, I went, fuck. This, yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're dead we're done we're going, for it. Yeah. so we're, go, we're gonna use all that wacky shit so for those, for those who don't know uh, Deep Ground was what was introduced in Dirge of Cerberus right yeah. which is the worst of the selection of Final Fantasy 7 uh, media that exists I don't know there. if it's the worst I mean there's a lot of shit like I mean I think Crisis Core is an absolute train wreck but that mobile game um, was apparently Ever one of the worst things no the mobile one oh, uh, the Turks one the Turks game yeah, that's yeah. apparently I never played that. piece of shit. plus that Battle Royale game they did there I, well no it wasn't very good but I, I did a few rounds it's very hard to play on your phone that's it man like mobile games just not for me yeah. um, so going through the rest of the scene um, I kind of like we got like snippets real quick little things so there was um, like an Aerith and Cloud kind of intimate scene in the gold saucer possibly from their date uh, we got more loveless the guys look great like they're dressed up in their gear they all look I, class see, like, as soon as I saw Barrett with that gun I was like surely he has to be the villain every time because like he has, he has the has gun the he gun. shoots at them like it's perfect yeah. like what Cloud's maybe, gonna shoot a gun like maybe, what like, but like maybe all the scenes are different maybe all the animations maybe. are different I just you know? don't believe that because it requires so much work yeah. um, that I just don't think that that, that would they would have done it yeah. and then we get the team the whole team dancing uh, well I say it looks like the, the girls like Yuffie Aerith and Tifa all dancing uh -huh. and I can't tell if that's at the Golden Saucer or Costa I think Sol. it is the Golden Saucer because you can see the uh, the Muggle face in the background ah, okay, so perfect. it's that lobby original where you can see all the seven areas yeah. I think it's so they've alluded to in the blog that like Dio likes to throw on these um like parades every now and then yeah, so yeah. I think when you guys show up at the gold saucer he's going to be doing his parade and the and girls are going to get involved and yeah, yeah. it's going to be like a dance thing I can't wait for that it's going to be amazing be so but good. like that's I would have loved to have seen that for the first, first time, time. So without a trailer showing yeah. me it you know and that's the thing with this trailer you see a lot of scenes that aren't like necessarily story. they're not story ruining they're not like, giving away anything that we're like oh shit I didn't need to know that it's yeah. just I didn't need to see that yeah. you know that's where I'm at uh, then we get Sid taking off in the flying bronco on the tiny bronco with Yuffie as a, an excited passenger it seems I'm um, not getting sick of the side yeah, yeah, odd, yeah. yeah and then we get um, Dine looking at the picture of Marlene and Barrett kind of putting his arm on his shoulder trying to come for them I'm so excited like, yeah, I think nice. as uh, for, for the entire game it's the Barrett Dine moment is what I'm most excited about I can't wait of for the it. whole game I think so I love that so much in the in the original oh, wow. that whole because it, you play as the, and it's one of my favorite things about that game when I was younger like 1997 I played it probably in 1999 myself so I was 10 or whatever 10 11 when I first like gave it a shot playing as Barrett and Barrett alone and you're fighting Dine I was like this game is cool like as in see it sucked for me because my Barrett didn't have cure so I, I just lost that fight the first time because <laughs> you would need it like yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. there's nothing you can but it do but it was cool to be that in that, in that situation because I think it's one of the earlier times where you kind of just have like it's a it's, it's a the only time you ever play is just Barrett just Barrett yeah, yeah. and I loved it and like yeah. I was a big fan of Barrett my first playthrough as well so and like he's only grown on me in, in yeah, remake me too. like yeah. back when I was because I was like 10 years old so I would have played with like Barrett and Red 13 because yeah. they were the lads like, yeah, you know, yeah the boys, like, oh, boys I want club. the boys on my team yeah, yeah. 
but from my second playthrough on, it was all Aerith. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, the next we have, it looks like uh, Tifa and Cloud in the Gold Saucer, possibly at a cinema. There's no, I think that's the, the gondola. Wall. They're doing the roller coaster ride, but it's oh. showing scenes with Aerith and Aerith hugs Cloud's yes. arm. But it also shows you can do that scene with Tifa. Tifa. It's making because you see the fireworks in the background. Yeah, you can. You can, so you. It's like the date scene, but rather than it just being Aerith, Tifa, and Barrett, it looks like you can there's go. There's Yuffie as well. Yeah. I wonder. The if blog showcase that it is the four. Yeah, and they allude to that there will be moments in the game where like there's a scene where you're in calm and Eric goes hey do you want to check out the clock tower yes. and it came up yes or C- no couple and options. it's kind of like the more activities you do so that's going to build and build to be whoever, which, which is kind of what scene the original game did you got certain points it was so it's just weird that they're kind of directly telling you ahead of yeah. time but I mean it, it, <laughs> they probably don't want anybody to be disappointed to be like how early do I have to start prepping for my gold saucer True, date yeah. you know yeah. um, then we get the scene with Zach looking after an unconscious Aerith for a brief period of time I, I initially thought this was a younger Aerith in a flashback but it's just Aerith without her red jacket it's like it, yeah, it looked yeah. like she, she was does look oldest. a little different maybe it's just a payoff thing or something yeah. do you know what I find odd is that like after the explosion where Barrett, Tifa and Aerith are supposed and Red 13 are supposedly killed Shinra take Tifa Barrett and Red 13 but let Aerith go in which sorry in which so the four of them are killed right at the very beginning in the trailer yes yes yeah yeah not in, this tra- in the previous in trailer in the previous trailer yeah, we yeah. know that Red 13 Barrett, Tifa and Aerith were all mowed down and killed yes. you know in some sort of storm or whatever yeah. but it was the whispers thing <laughs> but then Shinra allowed Eretz to be to go. So I don't you know? know. I don't think so they allowed... maybe Zach's mission is to and like you said, maybe it is combat involved. But maybe he has to sneak in and go and get save it. Save Eretz because know? my thing about it is is that they put that news out. We do lose the team, but they ha- they do their best to keep Eretz alive because she is the last descendant of the ancients. Hmm. And yeah, so but Zach finds out like because Hojo, even if she was dead, he'd be like, no, we're gonna get every yeah, yeah. bit of DNA out of this. But maybe they try the same and, thing yeah, with yeah. They try and they try and save her as best they can, a, a coma or not, and and Zach finds out that she's still alive. But and if, then goes if Eret's alive, what do you think about the other three? I think they're all dead. I, I think, don't think Shinra would ever allow someone to just die. I think because Cloud's not there, so they don't. Red Thirteen, uh, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I know, but you, this is Final Fantasy, and this is your your guy. What's his name? Katase or whatever. Oh, Katase. For is me, this, yeah. like we've already seen two members of Deep Ground. We haven't seen the other two, but what if instead of those other two, suddenly Hojo sees three dead people from Avalanche on the ground and was like, hey, I've got another experiment. I hope not, because I don't want that. I don't I, want that, but no. that sounds like exactly that, the type that, of thing that, that, that they That sounds like do. my fancy. <laughs> no, my, my hope is, is that in that scene, we saw all of them close to death or dead, and Shinra decides to save Aerith because she's the last of the ancients and kind of pawns off the rest. They just die, is my hope, because... I don't want, like, having an Aerith, a Cloud, and a Zack all existing across two timelines is confusing enough without bringing, like, oh, yeah, but there's a heartless Barrett in confusing. this timeline. Just it all there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's what I mean in terms of, like, oh, yeah, but also in the Terrier timeline, mean, yeah. there's a heartless Barrett and a feckin' Don't say heartless. Organization 13 <laughs> Tifa, do you know what I mean? I don't need that yeah. shit, like, you know, I get enough of that. Because already there's so much of that with the robes. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah. these fuckers, where are they buying those perfect-looking robes? <laughs> like, you know, they, none of them have and lines. I love, I love, they're, how, they're, I love how they're all torn around the shoulder so you can see their number. Yeah, like, they're yeah. all torn. But otherwise, the design, everything, like, it's clearly been made like it would be much better if they were just black rags you know yeah, yeah. like, like just like this is very clothes. much like oh excuse me can i buy these yeah, yeah. Oh, can I have a coffee please here? it's like jesus you're the hundred guy yeah. this week americano <laughs> <laughs> so then the last very last scene we get is of course the famous scene of Aerith praying the reflection in her eyes if you pause it looks like it has the 
holding materia in the reflection of her eyes. So oh, that's, that's cool. It. Yeah. And mm. um, now, as you were and saying, like you said, it's she's doing the summoning. She is like, doing she the summoning. She says, "Oh, planet, please yeah. uh, help us." So in the Japanese one, yeah. So she's using the materia, trying to summon Holy to save them from. We Sabbath. don't know if it's summoning Holy. You know. It oh, you think be, she's summoning? Well, I mean, summon? the scene could be Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> well, like. I don't know what she's doing, but this Eret is very aware, you know, and yes. she knows of her own death and yeah, all that yeah. type of stuff. And she's taught, like, throughout the even both the trailers, she's like, the future can be changed. So yeah. a part of me thinks Eret maybe doesn't want to die and maybe will try and do things a little interesting, bit differently. Interesting but ultimately, I think, yeah. She's, she's gone. Yeah, 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 I think she's gone. Uh, well, interesting, though, is that the whispers are back in this scene because we thought that the that's whispers crazy yeah that we thought that back. the whispers were defeated but at the end of because you you broke through uh destiny and now you're on the timeline set with no um barriers or walls you can make the future what you want essentially mm-hmm. it's kind of what everyone was saying it towards the end of that game but in that scene we see and now not not like fully confirmed because i haven't seen a clear image of it being definitely a whisper but you see flashes of things floating behind her that look exactly like the whispers they do. do but you only see one like it, it is vague and it's more almost like a shadow you know yeah. you don't know if it's necessarily you would think it is it's a whisper and then you see the black feather so here's my question to you Craig because they you know my impression of the whispers is that they're there to make sure that Sephiroth is defeated essentially but they they need him to kill her but that's what I mean do they is that like and that's where this really that whole ooh is that what they actually needed or do they now know because Sephiroth is a a Sephiroth that knows more than he should because he's come from a different fucking timeline that thing Mm -hmm. can get crazy that's the advent children Sephiroth we believe Um, because it's him do the Whispers fight themselves back to where Aerith is going to be killed and do their best to help the team to save Aerith because they're like, well, actually, we need her alive. But then it kind of... And that's what See, that's well, none of it makes sense because it doesn't... Like, Sephiroth shouldn't want to kill Aerith at all because if she successfully summoned Holy, then what's the point of killing her now? He needed to kill her two hours before before she had successfully but we don't Holy. but we don't know if she will successfully because th- like that's the thing as well they, they want the they want the stuff i know but in the original game she did succeed she prayed for holy yeah. and then it, like it didn't react right away because meteor was stopping it but she had successfully yeah. uh, prayed for it and that was what stopped sephiroth so if sephiroth just kills her at the same time in the exact same way in the exact same way he hasn't changed anything, anything. yeah so it's like why would you kill Eret anyway like yeah. i think that he is going to kill Eret because they just need Eret to die to keep the fans happy and yeah. like you fucking i would i would do anything to save her like yeah. i would kill yeah, I anyone so i would do any do so i would play the but game Craig, in any different i'd buy the game 10 times if they asked <laughs> me to you know <laughs> just to get, and on your 10th purchase she's yeah. alive um but imagine because her dying doesn't make it a great game it just it was a great moment yes but it w- that moment happened because the guy who created the game, his his mother died, and yeah. he, they needed to kill a character. But Eric dying never ever made sense because it's her story. And even in the very next town you go to, it's where her mother grew up. Yeah. And when you go there, none of the characters talk to each other. It's like they deleted a whole scene well, from that. I think I, again, it's 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 the it's the problematic because it's a 1997 game. So in theory, you think they wanted to do a lot, a lot more with it. But what where where well, ultimately they were going to kill Barrett, but they they didn't because they didn't want to be racist. Was, is that it? That's the reason Barrett wow, didn't die. Okay. And I'm just like, really? Well, That's so then, how you then decided that, that? that? That bit in the Shinra uh, headquarters where he gets stabbed and the was, just, was that just a nod to them? Probably. Uh, probably yeah. But originally Barrett was to die. But they said no. Um, you know, it's kind of maybe too obvious to get rid of the leader who's always like, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, on, I'll take it. I'll yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's racial reasons. Really. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um. So okay. Yeah. I guess she. 
do do they do they or don't and like they you said for, um the not only that but the guy who lost his mother i can't remember no more i think is it the guy who lost his mom and then was like i'm gonna kill eric because i want everyone else to be sad he also wanted to kill six of the main uh, characters he only really? wanted three to survive you know he wanted everyone to die do you know when they did the um they parachute down to midgar yeah six of the characters well five remaining characters were supposed to die there and there would only be three characters left wow i did not know that yeah Look at this. I'm learning every day. Look at all that nostalgia. So, like, for, for someone to say that, no, Earth had to die, I'm like, that is definitely not the case. No, not, not the case. I think I like this. I, I mean, I love that I love that she did die because we got what we... I mean, what is still classed as one of the greatest yeah, video game deaths Yeah, because it shocked so many people yeah. and, it, and it blew their minds and they're like, oh, no, that's the heart of that game. I'm like, no, no. And everybody playing, like, everyone checking out the rumors in magazines and stuff of ways to kind of, like, get her back in your party. Mm -hmm. Everybody tried everything and you just couldn't do it. Uh, so, no, this this trailer, will, I suppose we'll just wrap it up now, Craig, we might as okay. well. Um, this trailer, for me, big fan of it. Not the best one. I still think the very first trailer... Because uh, it yeah. has a, a oh, very first yeah, so good. Because the music is my favorite, my favorite new song, and it has like Elena being introduced, and that the, there's lots more Turks, and I, I'm, I'm so game for Turks. It's, it's odd that we haven't seen much of the Turks since then. Yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of I'm, mad, I'm, yeah. I'm very, very keen for Turk content. Um, but as a whole, I enjoyed this trailer. I think of the three, it's the weakest. I, think, I agree. I, yeah. I think we got. To, it was cool. Mainly because they're showing us sequences that aren't actually happening. Like we're seeing Eretz in a scene, and then we're seeing Tifa in the same scene. So yes. none of those can actually we're all seeing, happen. We're seeing options. We're just seeing potential yeah. things. And like that, it's kind of like. Do you remember the whole dance scene with Andrea yeah. in the first game? I loved that. That was a surprise, and that I didn't know that that was going to yes. happen. Yeah. So they've instead for this, they've just showed us all the dates and what the different things can happen. Yeah. And I'm like. I really don't think you should yeah, have done there that. There was there was too much, and I think as well as that, it has. And the song is is not good, you know. Yeah, not it's the, too not the ballad heavy, and the girl doesn't sound anything like, like Eric, which is going to really annoy me if they make it that Eric is singing it. Mm. Uh, hopefully, they don't, and it's just like She's a miming. dub, yeah, a mime or something, <laughs> or they actually get Brianna White to record her version and then just have the professional sing it in the end credits. That'd be, yeah. I, and I'd, I'd be fine with that because yeah. that's that's what they generally do for but those to, type to, of things. To release yeah. it, get the professional singer in to actually release the, the actual track. Yeah, like track. The, the kind yeah. of, because you know the way like um, in a lot of movies they'll, they'll have the actors sing the song but then the credits roll and then the, the person who really sang it sings it then like because it's going up for Oscars or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, Please let Brianna White sing it, and then maybe I'll like it. You'll love it, yeah, But yeah, when yeah. I'm hearing this person who absolutely sounds nothing, nothing, and don't get me wrong, I love The Greatest Showman. She did that song, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Never, Never Again or Never Alone. Mm. Whatever, it's a really, yeah. really good Never song. Again. Yeah, I know the one. Never, never, never again, never alone. I can't remember what it's called, but that's a brilliant song. I love The Greatest Showman and I'm happy that this girl has been brought in. Yeah. I just don't want her singing in place of Eric because she doesn't sound so like yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, I guess that's that kind of will, will um, rule out that episode for us um, uh, of the trailer. I, I think we get one more trailer before the game comes out. What do you think? It's, hopefully they just drop a demo just before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, oh could you imagine a demo before I Christmas? I really will because I know they will do a demo because yes. like a lot of those people have already played it. Like, yeah. you know, there's a, like, that zoned a, off a demo exists out there, which is exactly what we all hoped with Remake because we knew that people were testing a demo or a small section of the game, which ended up being released as the demo. So we know the same thing is possible here. And yeah. the demo was so successful in getting people in that I think they, they'd be fools not to release a demo. I before just, Christmas. I just, I just want a little something, you know, it's just, just something to tie me over. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it'd be amazing. Um, so yeah, I think we get 
one more trader and then yeah we got rebirth in two I months i will cover it like instantly absolutely right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond that you get right it here away. first and before we leave uh just you know shout out to our to our patrons who always you know give us their support daniel ian aaron and leo thank you guys some of our patrons there and uh craig you're happy to stick around we, we do our battle royale we're in the quarterfinals oh, now oh shit yeah, yeah let's do we're, it we're in the knockout stages so if you like that uh, you can check out our patreon at patreon.com forward slash the gift of gaming and for the price of a coffee a month you can check out a, loads of extra content on there uh craig thanks for sticking around i could talk about fun fancy yeah, seven thank you so much for having me it's just so much fun to just yeah. I wish, I, wish our, I wish our post show was just more fun. <laughs> <laughs> we get into it. Uh, listen to our listeners out there uh, forever and always. Keep enjoying the gift that is gaming. Peace out. <laughs>